Welcome to the Last 8% Morning. This is J.P. Palu Fry. It is fantastic to be with you today. In today's session, are you aware that you do not need to be perfect in a pressure moment? Are you aware there is a physiological consequence when we see pressure as a crisis versus an opportunity? Well, you would be aware of this if you've been listening to the first two parts of Performing Under Pressure Week. So if you didn't listen, go back and listen to those first. Because today we want to build on that. We want to create a bigger perspective within which our moments take place. When we can see a bigger perspective, we walk into our big moments with more courage and confidence, more loose, and we're able to deliver under the most intense pressure. Let's walk. Out and walking on this beautiful day, moving as we are able. If you're new to the last 8% morning, over the course of 15 to 20 minutes, we integrate movement, mindfulness, and mental training exercises. Why do we do that? We do that so we can build emotional intelligence. Why do we want to do that? Because many of us face many difficult moments, many challenging situations, what we call last 8% situations, and it's emotions that get in our way. So we grow our skills of emotional intelligence so we can approach and be our best, be the best version of ourselves that is possible in our last 8% moments. So now we're out walking feeling our feet on the ground. If you're listening to this while you're at your desk and you are able to move, I would suggest you pause or turn it off and wait until you can walk. Movement is a key part of the design of this podcast. Feeling our belly rise and fall, standing tall, looking around and feeling grateful. So we follow a BIG structure, make our bed, that's the first B, and right now we're being mindful of our belly and our body. So as you're walking, feel your belly rise and belly fall. Feel your feet on the ground. And play with this. Experiment. Sometimes when I do walking meditation or sitting meditation, I'll just focus on the belly for a long time or focus on the body for a long time. Or sometimes I'll intersperse between the two. See what works best for you. 
If your mind wanders, just note that it's wandered and come back to belly and body. Standing tall, feeling our feet and ankles, feeling so grateful to be able to move. And now moving from mindfulness of belly and body to mindfulness of listening and thinking. By the way, thinking is not a bad thing. Sometimes people have some misconceptions about mindfulness that A, we're trying to get calm, we're not, or that thinking is bad, it's not. So in future episodes or in past episodes, we've addressed these questions. Um, But absolutely, we've got a cognitive capability and let's use it. So let's move now to the third part of Performing Under Pressure Week. Did you know that many of us walk into a pressure situation, whether it be a big presentation, a big meeting, or a new job, and we see it or view it as do or die, that moment as all or nothing, that we need to prove ourselves. And it makes sense because in the moment, it feels like everything is on the line. As we know from our podcast, if you're a long-time listener, we understand how emotions are made. A lot of it comes from our physical sensations and how we, our brain actually, how our brain takes those physical sensations and predicts what's going to happen and labels it with an emotion. But many of us walk in because of the strong physiological feelings that we have in our body And we think, oh my gosh, this is all or nothing, do or die. And I've seen it with athletes I've worked with. And, you know, it doesn't help that when we've had many coaches who, you know, in an attempt to motivate motivate us, say, oh, this is the biggest game of your career, and today we make history, and ridiculous slogans like that. And they do this to hype up their team. But as you probably know, after listening to Performing Under Pressure Week, this does nothing but impair performance. So we've got to be really careful about thinking anything is do or die, all or nothing, because it is a cognitive distortion. That is, it's distorted thinking. It's not a true picture of reality. Now, I'm not going to get into cognitive distortions and what they are. Probably the best place to go take a look is the book, Performed Under Pressure, which I co-wrote. But the point is, When we get stuck in distorted thinking, we lose a bigger perspective, the bigger picture. We aren't able to see that we actually might have way more than this one opportunity. And we have way more opportunities than we think we might have. But the problem in the moment is we can't see it. We don't have the perspective of time. Here's a couple of examples. An African-American anchorwoman in Baltimore who said she felt as though she blew her one and only chance when she would, was fired from her first job. A guy named Stephen was turned down by the University of Southern California Film School five times. A woman in England was turned down by 30 publishers. Each one told her 
that her book about a young wizard was unsaleable. Now here's the thing. I'm guessing that each of these people probably got caught in the moment and lost perspective of the bigger picture. Like many of us do today. We get caught in the moment. They were not able to see that this was just one of many opportunities that they would have. They were not able to see that maybe, just maybe, this was required to grow the skills necessary for future success, that this was a learning opportunity and a way to become a better version of themselves. Anna Wintour said, everyone should get sacked at least once. It forces you to look at yourself. It is important to have setbacks because that is a reality of life. Perfection does not exist. So we have to be careful we don't get caught in the moment and we lose that perspective. By the way, a good example of this, uh, you might want to refer back to podcast 21. It's called Maybe Good, Maybe Bad, Who Knows? But coming back to our three people, the anchor woman, you probably know who that was. That was Oprah Winfrey. And of course, she went on to great things. And she says this setback was instrumental in helping her grow to become who she is today. While Stephen was just anonymous Stephen not getting into film school, Stephen actually turned out to be Steven Spielberg. And what did he do in the five years that he didn't get into film school? He took that time to study and watch thousands of films. And it helped him see something that maybe other people didn't see. He built his craft He needed those setbacks to become the best version of himself as a director. And of course, the British writer was J.K. Rowling, you know, unsaleable young wizard. Well, you know, the young wizard's done okay. The point that I'm trying to make is that in the middle of success, it can feel like failure. Let me say that again. In the middle of success, when we kind of lack perspective, it can feel like failure. But that's a cognitive distortion. We just might not have the longer time perspective. And so we give in to what we feel in that moment and what we see in that moment. Don't do this. You will get way more opportunities than you think. There are very few situations that are do or die, all or nothing. We just think so in the moment. So the next time you walk into a pressure moment... Just know this isn't do or die. You will have many more opportunities. And even if they don't work out, this might be the learning that you need to become the best version of yourself. So as we're finishing up and finishing performing under pressure week, remember this. No, you won't be and don't need to be perfect to be successful as we learned in session one. So go back if you didn't listen to that. And in session two, what do we talk about? You know, see if you can see your pressure situations not as a crisis, but as a great opportunity, which is what we, again, learned in session two. Because when we do see it as an opportunity, it has a huge impact on our physiology. And as you know, our physiology has a major impact on how we respond, how our brain labels, makes predictions, and creates emotions. And finally, know you will get another chance, another opportunity. This is not it. 
it just might seem like it in the moment. And of course, know that even if it doesn't work out as you would have liked, it might just be the learning opportunity you need for a fantastic future. So go in, feel loose. You can't lose. So as we're walking, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling tall, feeling grateful, ask yourself, what are the three things you want to get done today? In this next 24-hour period, what do you want to really focus on? What would move things forward? It could be a project. It could be a relationship. It could be getting some tasks done. One of the things that really helps me is to set a timer for 45 minutes and just say, this is all I'm doing for the next 45 minutes. As we finish the podcast today, let's take this energy and this momentum into our day. And think about what Thomas Edison said. He said, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Have a wonderful day.